Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever, and I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody. Um, I got a word for us. I know it's been a minute since I dropped the podcast, but happy 2023, to say the least. Um, just been, a lot has been going on. But uh, I got a word for studying my word, and I got a word prepared for us. Um, I call it, it's already laid out. So let's look at uh, Ephesians 1, 9, and 10. And, and then first we'll go into prayer, and then we'll dive into the scripture. Most high Heavenly Father God, we come to you, Lord, thanking you for these things that you've done for us, oh God. Thanking you for your grace, your mercy. Thank you for waking us up today. Thank you for blessing us from yesterday into today, oh God. Lord, that alone is enough to praise and worship you forever, oh God. Lord, we just thank you. Lord, we just ask that somebody turns to you right now, oh God, that don't know you, oh God. Let them put their trust, hope, and love into you, oh God. Father God, we know that the, the desires of our hearts, oh God, is will, will, will lead us astray, Lord. But when we have you on our heart and mind at all times, Lord, we'll be tight with you, oh God, and you'll be close to us. So, Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you and we put nothing and no one above you. We say these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I call this, uh, it's already laid out. So looking at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, um, I'll read it and then we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, Ephesians 1, chapter Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 and 10, it says, God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Amen. God's will is understood in Scripture. I want us to understand that God's will is understood in Scripture. Almost all of what we know about God's will, how God moves, how God acts, how God does stuff, has already been revealed in Scripture. Now, let's make this very clear. We, we know what God's will is. We know what, what God's will, what he tells us to stay away from. It's very clear God wants us not to have premarital sex, adulterous relationships. Um, homosexual sex, or look at women, men look at women lustfully, women look at men lustfully, or look at men look at men, and women look at women lustfully. But one thing we do know is that we can also manipulate the course of our life, obviously. Mm. We can manipulate that. We can manipulate that it's already been laid out. Once we accept the Christ, everything has been laid out. But we can, uh, we can, we can derail that. So, God's will is his personal plan for our lives. I want, I want us to understand it. What is God's will? God's will is his personal plan for our lives. God has a blueprint that goes over every part of our life. Not the dumb things, though. You know what I'm saying? Not the dumb things that we fall into, but the main objectives of our life. He, I mean, think about it. He is everything good. So the dumb stuff, the bad things like that, that's our choice. That's our free will. That's what we choose to do. Um, 
But looking at Psalm 139, 13 through 14, it says, you formed my inward parts. You've woven me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. It is said, when we were in our mother's womb, God made every detail of our life, our personality, everything about us, according to God's plan. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So now knowing God's will for us can give us peace in the midst of our suffering and also through everyday trials. The reason why I say that is knowing what God's will is for us can give us peace is because now, okay, it may have been something that we were going through, but we know that we are, we have been, we have been chosen. We have been picked apart. We have been, you know, uh, made in the image of God. So that right there, if we believe now, now we got something that is, that is completely spiritual. We got something that, that we can hold on to. We got something that we can read, that we can see, we can physically do that. We can, we can, we know this. We know these things. And so with that, we, when we go through our trials, but how we get through that is through fellowship. Constant fellowship with God, not 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 necessarily saying with anybody else. We need that too, but constant fellowship and communication with God. He will lead us in the fulfillment of His plan, but we have to look at Him for confirmation. To know God's will, we must first know God Himself. Now think about that. To know God's will, to know what God has in store for us, we must first know God Himself. And we can do that by committing our lives to Jesus Christ. We can do that by, by living, understanding what the word says. We can do that by accepting Christ as our Lord and Savior. And now reading the word, talking with God, having that revelation, having that understanding, having that communication with God, will be, it will be revealed to us. That's why I say to know God's will, we must first know God himself. And we can do that by committing our life to Jesus Christ. You see, Christ came down to earth to show us what God is like and to save us from our sin. I'm going to say that again. Christ came to earth to show us what God is like and to save us from our sin. Now, the one thing that we need to look out for is the serpent in the garden. Now, we need to look out for Satan and his temptations because falling for temptations that can have us derail from God's plan for us. God is unchanged. Remember that. God is unchanged. But we must become like God and also become unchanged through the daily tasks, the daily the daily temptations, the daily the daily things that we go through. And I can be the first person to say it's easier said than done. My wife would tell you that I can get into my feelings and run with them. Mm. But then that's not part of God's will for me. That's my will. And what I'm willing to do and what not to do. Now I just separated myself from that by me getting into what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. But then that's me being self-indulgent. Mm. I think about this. Self-indulgent is a spirit is spiritually dangerous 
to us because it's a form of idolatry. I'm going to say that again. Self-indulgence is spiritually dangerous because to us as believers who believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that's a form of idolatry. We need to, we must stay on the godly path. Stay with the words. Stay follow that as much as we can. Have that communication with God. You know, I will get whispered, just like you will be. I will get talked to. I will get all, I will get tempted by the enemy. And you shouldn't take that. You the man. Like when we, me and my wife going through something. You the man. She better not talk to you that way. She better respect you. But if I fall into that temptation, what happens? I become the puppet of the enemy and let my emotions and feelings boil over. Now, now what's happening? Now the leader of the house got the whole household in hell and chaos because I did not full, have on the full armor of God like in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18 because I gave in to that temptation. I gave in to the lies that Satan is telling me, oh yeah, of course, my wife has to respect me. That's I mean, she's a follower of Christ as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in the God. The scripture says that wives submit to their husband as they would to the Lord. But the husband has to love his wife like Christ loves the church. So it's a two-way street. But I ain't gonna lie, it's been many times when that has happened. Many times when that has happened. Looking back at the moment, it could have all been handled because when we're tempted, that was a temptation. That was a, that was me being tempted to get into my feelings or or not not remember, hey, we're gonna go through stuff. It's about how you get through it. It it could have definitely been handled because when we look at Jesus. We look at Jesus as that example when he was in the garden. And we know that Satan will tempt us and try to derail us with temptations, our desires of our hearts, what we like, stuff, our, our hobbies and things like that. But as we read in Matthew 4, as we read in Matthew 4, there is a way to get through the temptation. And that is rebuking the, rebuking the enemy and being solidified in Christ just like Jesus, because after all, we have that same ability and strength to resist the enemy and his schemes. Listen, God will not have us who know that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, walking in total praise to God, be brought down by Satan and his demons. He equipped us. He equipped us to get through any attack or trial or tribulation, anything that we're going through. He equipped us. Because we're his chosen people. But that's why that's why I called this. It's already laid out. Because God already did that. He already laid the foundation down. It's just us walking in our righteousness. You see, but but we know. Satan ain't got, he ain't gonna have no righteousness. He ain't got nothing righteous about him. He, he knows where his demise is at. He knows where he's going to spend eternity at. So he tries to get us as believers to fall into that abyss with him. 
And so he's going to try to give us, like, like, like we read Matthew 4, he's going to try to give us the desires of our hearts. Because our hearts can be deceived. Our hearts can be deceived. We, we heard of a broken heart. What happened? We were deceived or something happened. We were deceived. We were we were given a perspective of something, and that perspective didn't stay how it was, or didn't didn't stay true to it. So now we have a broken heart. We know God has to break us from our heart in a spiritual way, not in a worldly way, not like falling in love or, or anything like that, but in a way that we have to be broken from the world to be spiritual, to be solidified in Christ. That's one thing that we know. And as we walk with God and follow his word and read his Bible, read his scriptures, read the Holy Scriptures, fellowship, we'll walk into that. We will, we, we, we can say we lean on the Lord for everything, but God has equipped us to do certain things. He's given us strength. He's given me the ability to cover my family. He's done those things for us. He's done those things for us. And so, and so with that, and so with that, like I said, it's already laid out for us. The things that, the things that we have in Christ, it's already been laid out. Like, like I said, going back to Psalms, Going back to Psalm 139, verse 13, it says, You have wounded me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Woven me in my mother's womb. So that means right there, it's all the foundations of everything has already been there. We have a solid foundation. We just got to continue with that because he gave us the tools. He gave us the ability. He gave us the mind to, to stay the course, but it's up to us to not, not get off that path because we know what the scripture says where it talks about we must stay on the straight and narrow path because that's the righteous path. Mm. So I pray that, 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 that we get back that we get back to the will of God, that we look to him for everything, that we get back to the will of God, understanding him, talking to him, having communication with him, showing God how much we love him and appreciate him and thank him for saving us from the highway to hell. So I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys fellowshipping with me. And I pray that everybody have a blessed and wonderful day and night wherever you're at. I thank the Lord for you. I thank the Lord for you for tuning in. Um, I pray it's been a blessing for you and your family to give insight. It's been a blessing for me. So I'll end it in prayer. I'll end it in prayer. Most high Heavenly Father God, 
Lord, we come to you right now. Right now, Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you for you being you, oh God, and being unchanged and, and unshaken, oh God. Lord, we know your people are hurting, oh God. We pray for those people that was in Turkey that was involved in that terrible, terrible earthquake, oh God. Where there were a lot of people that perished, oh God. But Lord, we ask in that time of grief, Lord, that you find strength, that they find strength in you, oh God. Lord, let them look to you, Lord. Father God, we come to you right now, Lord, that somebody tunes into this podcast, oh God, that doesn't know you, that may have stumbled across it, may have stumbled across it, but let them give everything to you, oh God, let them look at themselves in the mirror and give them self to you, give their self away, oh God, so Lord, we thank you. We thank you for today. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings, your love, your grace, your mercy, your peace. We thank you for sending your son to die for us, oh God. And it's already laid out, oh God. We just have to follow the path. So Lord, we thank you for everything. We put nothing in no one above you. We say these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, so I appreciate that. So everybody have a blessed night, blessed day, wherever you're at in the world. Um, thank you. Thank God. Thank God. Look, look at something that God created, whether if it's a cloud, a tree, the grass, the stars, the children, yourself. Just thank God for it. Thank God for it. Praise Him. All right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Have a blessed one.